What's up, everybody? It's LG Doucette. Today is February 8th, 2021. It's Monday. This is the first mint where I cover marketplace trends, big sales, and everything going on with NBA Top Shot. Last week, we did two shows. This week, we are doing two shows. Last week, we did a live show on the Friday. This week, we are likely going to do a live show on the Friday. Today's agenda on the pod, we're going to talk about Cool Cats. The first challenge is finally over. It just ended, but the Cool Cats Master Challenge is just beginning. We're going to get into the details. We're also going to recap this weekend's Hollow Icon Drop, as well as I've got some notes on common moments and what to look for in there. And at the end, I'm going to recap what to look for in Top Shot in the coming weeks. I want to remind everybody that none of the content here constitutes trading advice in any way and that this show is not affiliated with NBA Top Shot, the NBA or Dapper Labs. I'm just a guy at his house who loves basketball and blockchain. This is the first mint. Gonna kick it off here with a couple updates about the first mint. So last week I ran a few contests. One of them was a Jamal Murray contest. I asked everybody on Twitter to tell me how many points Jamal Murray would score against the Lakers in their rematch from the Western Conference Finals. Five people guessed right. Jamal Murray only had 20 points. It was not a great game for the Nuggets. I randomized those five people, and Bill Please won the Jamal Murray. I think it was serial number 400-something out of the Series 2 commons. But the other four folks, Young Sportsman, Captain Dad Pants, Patrick something, the Ram 31, they also won a Murray. Slightly higher mint number, but all of them were given a Murray. Congratulations, guys, on your great guesses. We also did an awesome live show on Friday. We featured Usman from Dapper, outside my co-host Phil D on the show, as well as the Plunge Father, who's been dishing out some awesome stats on Twitter in the last couple of weeks. They were both on the show. Prior to the show, I ran a contest, a simple entry form, where I gave away a ton of moments, including a base seven pack. Some of the winners include AZ Sullen, Rody 10, KDL2312, LARP222, Eskawa, Randy Holt, Woolhouse, and Jamie the Tweeter, who won the base seven pack. Also, some of those moments were donated graciously by other users, including Shot Taker Maker and InRev03 from Top Shot Insights. Great new Twitter account dishing out lots of awesome analytics. The show also featured some really fun new stuff that's a little bit different than what I've been doing on the podcast here. In the live show, we had one fun segment where the Plunge Father was in his boiler room basement taking us through some of the latest Cool Cat stats before he later made an appearance live on the show. We also debuted a segment called Discord of Fool that was run by the real Phil D, where he collected and then read out to us the best comments from the NBA Top Shot Discord. That is probably one of the best things, funniest things that we've ever put together. It was super fun. I posted a short clip of it on Twitter earlier today, so go check that out. Last segment we ran was something called The Reveal. We'll probably be doing that once a week or every couple shows where some secret information that some of the co-hosts don't know about is revealed. You'll have to watch the full episode to know what it was last week. All right, now let's talk about Cool Cats. I'm just going to caveat now that although Cool Cats Luca is over, this is not the last time we're going to talk about Cool Cats. The Master Challenge is just beginning. So about an hour ago, the challenge ended. Looks like our final count was maybe just below 3,100 total sets. That means it's going to be just about over 3,000 Luka Doncic moments minted for the challenge if you completed it congratulations if you decided not to blow fifteen hundred dollars on it i can't blame you might be a good decision in retrospect because you might be able to buy that luca for cheaper 
off the marketplace. Time will tell. We'll see. But man, what a challenge. What a couple of weeks it's been. I'm sure it's been hard to kind of hold through this. It, the drop obviously didn't go as planned originally for Cool Cat, so it kind of staggered it and drove up those prices considerably. Anyways, it's over now, but the Cool Cat season is just beginning. So last week, it was announced that there would be a master challenge for Cool Cats and that the reward would be Lamello Ball. And finally, in the last couple of days, we finally got some details on what that challenge is going to look like. So I'm going to recap it for you right here. So what do we know? There will be 30 Cool Cats moments in total, the 30th being LaMelo Ball, the reward. You will need to collect all 29 other Cool Cats moments in order to get LaMelo Ball. The first six are Luca and the five that you needed to get Luca. The next six will be the next challenge, Cool Cats Challenge 2. The reward for that will be an Anthony Davis Cool Cat. The moments required will be Tyler Hero, Julius Randle, John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, and P.J. Washington, all players who played for the Kentucky Wildcats. They've already been printed. They just haven't been released. That means there's going to be about 50,000 new Cool Cats packs coming sometime soon. Hopefully, that's going to be enough for everybody. There will be two more challenges like this, meaning there's going to be two more rewards, like Anthony Davis and Luka Doncic as well as 10 more moments needed, five each, for those rewards. That brings us to 24 moments. After that, there's going to be the CryptoKitty moment. Now, this has been very controversial in the last week, which is for anybody who previously owned a CryptoKitty, and previously as in before like January 20th, before any of this was announced, anybody who owned a CryptoKitty before that date will be eligible to receive a free cool cap moment of Carl Anthony Towns. That is the only way that that moment will be available. However, Dapper expects that moment to be minted at least 10,000 minimum number, meaning what they anticipate happening is that all those CryptoKitty people, some of which are on Topshot, but a lot of them are not, and maybe have even forgotten they had a CryptoKitty, are going to come into Topshot, sign up, get their free moment, and then probably just offload it into the marketplace. I think that's what we're all hoping for, is that that Carl Anthony Towns moment hits the marketplace at a relatively good price so that we can all snatch it up and continue our road to the LaMelo challenge. Again, it's been controversial since it's not a moment that's going to be available in a pack and seen as somewhat unfair. However, Dapper Labs does have a history of rewarding some of its early adopters, this being seen as a reward for everybody who supported CryptoKitties in the last couple of years, which without CryptoKitties, Top Shot would not exist because CryptoKitties was such a big hit that it made tons of money and helped support future projects for Dapper Labs. Keep that in mind as you invest in the Top Shot. Like I just said, Dapper likes to reward people who participate early. That includes me. That includes you guys. Keep that in mind going forward. And then if you're doing your math right, that means there's going to be four other moments that you need to get the Lamello. It's still very unclear how those moments will be made available or where they're going to come out, but I would keep an eye on that, and I will do my best to keep you updated on what happens with that. That's it for Cool Cats today. On Saturday, February 6th at 12 p.m. PST, 3 p.m. Eastern, or wherever you are, 25,000 people lined up to buy a hollow icon pack for $999. I think that was way more than anybody expected. It's definitely way more than what Dapper expected. I think they put that price high mainly because they were hoping it would deter people and also kind of reduce how many people wanted the pack. It might have actually had the opposite effect where it made more people want to buy it. 
I find it a little astonishing that there were 25,000 people who were willing to spend $1,000 on one of these packs, but it has clearly been worth it as a lot of the hollow moments have been going for way more than a thousand bucks. All that to say, it was a very hairy and dicey drop. It did not go as planned on Saturday. A lot of people were upset. Basically what happened is the queue system didn't really work and a lot of people were able to bypass that by clicking buy now right away on the pack page. And I'm paraphrasing what Dapper said in their blog post. The way they were able to do this is that anybody who still had the browser cookies from the night before from the release 12 base drop was able then to buy a pack immediately for Hollow Icon without actually having to queue up. And what that led to is all the packs being bought pretty quickly. And the people who were in the queue, especially the ones who were in the first, you know, 2000 there that should have been guaranteed a pack, were not able to guarantee a pack. The hour or two after this drop, there were a lot of emotions, a lot of people going crazy on Twitter and Discord, which is totally reasonable. It was very upsetting. I think a lot of people were hoping to get one of those packs. It's the first legendary pack since we've had this many users, so it was very high demand. A lot of people wanted it. And obviously with that maybe potential big ROI, I get it. Not the greatest look, but again, since then, Dapper has apologized twice now. Roham apologized on Twitter, and they also apologized in their email last night. They promised to get better, and they've also committed to not using that queue system again until it can be fixed properly. Let's hope that they hold true to that, and let's hope that the next couple drops can be as smooth as the release 12 drop was on Friday. I do have to say... As upsetting as that drop was, as troublesome as it was, and as much as it was a bad look, the last couple drops in the last couple weeks, as well as the speed of the marketplace, has considerably improved. Things have gotten a lot better, just maybe that drop was rushed a little bit, but I'm very optimistic for the next couple drops. I'll get to what those might be in just a minute. The first challenge for the hollow icons is also up, so if you collect nine of the moments from that hollow icon drop, you will get yourself a Trey Young hollow icon, although the price point is pretty high. Can't say that I'm going to be participating. The price point yesterday on Sunday was about 17000 bucks. Today, it's up to 20000 So that Trey Young better be worth that $20,000 for the people who are picking up those moments. Keep in mind as well, if you want to try and complete that challenge, you don't necessarily need to buy the moments. You might be able to rent them from other users, payment usually accepted from those people in Ethereum or in Venmo or whatever. But again, when you are doing off-market deals like that, I urge you to use the absolute highest amount of caution because you don't know who else you're dealing with, especially because you might be paying them to send you a moment or vice versa, and you don't know who is on the other side. Keep that in mind. You are on your own if you are doing off-market deals. Later on this week, I'm going to have a very special guest on on the next show on Wednesday, and we're going to talk about this hollow icon set as well as the potential long-term future value of those moments when compared especially to the Series 1 hollows. So keep an ear out for that. Next up, we're going to talk about common moments, and I'm actually going to combine the pick section into this one, uh, mainly because... I don't really have that many picks right now. I've kind of given the players that I like and not much changed over the weekend. There was some great action, but again, not too many recommendations. I might just keep those two Wednesdays or even bring them up on the live show on Fridays. But I do want to talk about common series two base moments. It feels like we've been staring at these moments for a long time. We did get some new ones about a week and a half ago, but it's been the same ones since the start of the season that have been kind of circulating around. Some of them are first moments for certain players. Some of them are not. There's some notes I want to make about the supply that is remaining because I know I often recommend on the podcast to 
take a look out for moments that might be limited soon. And sometimes I've been right, like when some got limited to 12,000, like John Wall. Sometimes I've been wrong, like DeMarcus Cousins, it's still going at 15,000. So I just want to explain how I look at some of those moments based on supply. So this might require a bit of detective work on your end, but when I'm evaluating a moment that either has been limited at 12,000 or it's 7,500 or 4,000 or is still being minted like the ones at 15,000, I look at a few different factors. One, I look at every single pack drops release notes as in the complete list of moments that has come out in that pack drop. It's on every single pack drop page. You can take a look at it. You can look at it for the hollow icon. You can look at it for every single one of the releases for base two, like release 11, 12, 10, 9, 8. And I kind of count up and take a look at how many of a certain player, a certain moment was in that pack drop. The other thing I do is I head over to cryptoslam.io where you can see all the information about the moments in Top Shot. I go to a certain player's page. I input the player's name and click on them. And then it gives me a population report of all their moments. It's listed in a bit of a confusing way because it lists some of the moments twice. So you kind of have to squint your eyes and figure out which is which. But basically there, that number on CryptoSlam will tell you how many of those moments are actually in circulation. So I'll give you an example. If you go to LaMelo Ball's page on CryptoSlam, there's only one moment, of course, his rookie moment, the one of 4,000. And you can see that there are 3,206, or maybe it's a bit more now, 3,206 of his moments that are out in circulation. Were the other 800? They could be hidden in packs that people haven't opened, or they could still be to come. Like in last weekend's hollow icon drop, I think there was maybe 46 in all those packs. So there's probably still a few more LaMelo balls to come, but quite a few of them have been released. And there's probably quite a few of them in unopened packs. I can attest to that. I have some unopened packs from release like two, three, and four that I haven't opened, might not ever open or might not open for years. So looking at LaMelo ball, 3,200 out of 4,000, that tells us about 80% of his supply, which is limited, is out. So that's something I take into account when I'm looking at certain players to buy. Let's look at some other ones, like the ones that are 12,000 limited. There are some players like Keldon Johnson, Gordon Hayward. If you look at their crypto slam numbers, you're getting close to about 90% of the supply that's out in market. But Chris Boucher, very hot player. Everybody wants to get his first moment. He's only at 43% because he was released more recently. So we haven't seen as many of his moments in as many packs. We're probably going to see his moment a lot in packs to come because he still has over 50% of his supply that has not hit the market. Again, some of it could be in packs, but that's still quite a lot that has not been released in packs. So you're going to see a lot of Chris Boucher still to come in packs, whereas Gordon Hayward, Keldon Johnson, you won't see as much. Looking at the 15,000 plus CC moments, Again, a few players there where there's a lot of supply, others where there hasn't been that much yet. Someone like Joel Embiid, he's at about 10,000 something, so he's about 72% of his supply of that 15,000. And again, more can be made. They haven't said that they're going to cap it at 15,000. It could get capped at 30,000 for all we know. But Joel Embiid, about 72% of that 15,000 supply is out circulating in the market, whereas someone like Kawhi Leonard, whose moment is relatively new, he has two moments, Series 2 base, he has the one of 7,500, and then he also has the 15,000. The one of 15,000 only has 35% of the supply that's out there. We don't know when they're going to be limited, but we do know how many more are going to come out, at least of the 15,000 that are supposed to be out eventually. What do I take away from these numbers? Well, it informs my decision. So like last night, I was thinking about Embiid and how he's playing quite well this year, and so are the Sixers, and he could be kind of a dark horse MVP candidate. So he's got a moment that for all I know, it'll get capped at 20,000 and there's already 72% of the current 15,000 supply out 
and anything that's below 5,000 or 6,000 mint is already going for more than 10 bucks. So that tells me that maybe stacking up on a few of those moments isn't the worst idea. Again, if it's a player that I believe in, I'm not a huge fan of Embiid, but I do think he's having an awesome season. Could be his signature season this year. He's just an example though. Another strategy that I use, and again, not trading advice, this is just how I look at it. So I recommend that you come up with your own strategies is that I look for players that I think are all-stars or have been all-stars, but that are currently not quite as popular as they have been. Someone like Pascal Siakam. His moment, base two, that one of 15,000, it's going for like three or $4. I bought a few last night because again, that's a guy who can raise to new heights, who can be an all-star, who, I mean, I hope he doesn't get traded away from the Raptors, but if he did, he could go to a contender, become a playoff hero. For all we know, Siakam might be one of the most talked about players this year or even next season. Getting him at $3 might be seen like a deal, and it's also just not that much money to spend. It's cheap. I like that. And also looking at Siakam, I go and look at how much of his supply is actually out in the market to know how scarce that moment will become or if I'm likely to get some in packs. The other thing to keep in mind, these players that don't have a lot of their supply out, a lot of their supply will come out. So either you could get one in a pack or at least you'll know that a lot of those moments are going to hit the marketplace. So again, that Kawhi Leonard, one of 15,000, only 35% of it is out. So there's another at least 60% of it that's going to come out when those packs come out it's a good time to go shopping for that Kawhi Leonard because people that are getting him are going to see that there are a lot of other ones out there and try and sell it cheap so they can get some money back. Those are some players I've been looking at. They don't relate to any kind of recent game performance or upcoming game performance. That's just how I look at some of those common base two moments. I really hope we get some new moments soon for common base two. We're in a new month now. It's February. There's a lot of players that have been playing this season that we haven't seen any moments for this year. So I'm hoping for a nice refresh. And even though the folks at Top Shot have said not to buy moments based on the fact that they might become limited, I still keep an eye towards that, especially as moments get minted really high, over 15,000. I start to scoop up moments that are below 10,000. Four digits will long-term be better than five digits for mint numbers. So that's how I look at it. Take it not as trading advice, but just as inspiration for your own. So that about does it for today. Very quickly, as I promised, I do want to talk about stuff to look out for that might be coming up soon in NBA Top Shot. Again, this is heavy speculation. This is just based on observation. This is not based on any kind of insider info or anything like that. This is just what I think from piecing together what I've heard in office hours and just looking on Crypto Slam and Top Shot Explorer. Cool Cats 1 is done. Cool Cats 2 could start any day. That pack drop might happen anytime we usually get at least eight hours notice for that so again that could even be probably a little late for tonight but it could be tomorrow it could be tomorrow morning it could be tomorrow afternoon i know that cool cats is a challenge that top shot has been wanting to keep moving it that they actually want to wrap up that master challenge probably sooner than later probably by the end of march so cool cats do definitely going to happen sometime soon there's also a rare set that we're going to see i have no idea what it is it's just been mentioned there's been a lot of metallic golds that have been printed, but a lot of them were included in the hollow icon. But I would say sometime between now and the next two weeks, we might see a rare set drop. No idea what the price point would be. No idea how many there would be. It might not be metallic gold. It might be a completely new set that we haven't seen yet. But I would say a rare set, something to, but I would say a rare set, something to start saving for. I'd also look out for the extension of some of those 15,000 CC moments. I don't know by how much, and I don't know how many of them will get extended. It's possible that some of them don't but it's something to look out for. And one last thing that we just tweeted out this morning, and this is a great observation from the real Phil D, is that for cool cats, 
there are a lot of common base two moments that are other players who have gone to Kentucky and played for the Wildcats, which is the theme for Cool Cats too. For the Anthony Davis, all those players, they all went to Kentucky. And there's quite a few other players who have done the same thing. I'm going to read out, read them out to you. I'm going to read them out to you. And again, this is simply a theory from the real Phil D as to what's as to which moments might be part of future Cool Cats moments, and if there are base moments that are going to be included. But again, not definitive, just a theory. Those players are Bam Adebayo, Eric Bledsoe, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Devin Booker. Oh no, he's already included. Not Devin Booker. He's already in there. Hamidou Diallo, Jamal Murray, Nerlens Noel, Keldon Johnson, and Tyrese Maxey. He's a rookie, so I don't know if you would include. So I don't know if they would include. Tyrese Maxey, he's a rookie, so I don't know if they'd include him, mainly because there's only 4,000 of those. They've already been quite hot, so it might be a little bit unfair to do that retroactively. Again, Kentucky Wildcat players that you might see included in Cool Cats challenges coming up soon. And again, like I just said, I think we're going to see entirely new base moments very soon. Otherwise, that's it for today. Thanks again to everybody who messages me on Twitter and Discord. Give me your thoughts and feedbacks and questions. I love it. Again, I do my best to respond to you as quickly as possible. Wednesday, very special episode. We're going to talk about hollow icons with one of the top collectors and get their future thoughts on the value of those. Hit me up on Twitter at the first mint anytime. Send me your hot takes. I want to read them out on the air. Otherwise, happy collecting. This is the first mint.